Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift you up, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Well, good morning. Good morning. That was LaRue Howard and William McDowell, Psalms 27, one thing, just one thing, that's what that is, um, so grateful, I'm sorry, getting some feedback in my headphones, so grateful for what God is doing, um, just man, so grateful, just one thing, just one thing, one my God, just sometimes one thing, one, one thing, one moment, one instant, one touch, just ex- to experience the power of God and just to see him and see him move and see all he is and all he's supposed to be in our life. Just one thing. Sometimes, man. Praise is not just my weapon. Praise is everything for me. Like praise has become my lifestyle. And sometimes I just lose myself in him like completely. And the more that I do it, the more happy I found myself. Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, a.k.a. LMJ. I am so grateful to be here this morning. I am so blessed by you guys. I am so, man, just y'all everything. Like y'all everything. Hey, baby girl, my baby, my daughter is on. Good morning. I love you. Um, and that, that man, I just, I do. I love you more than anything. Um, I'm so excited. I'm almost getting ready to go in the zone and forgot that I'm on live, on radio, on Facebook, on YouTube on Instagram. God and I have such a personal relationship. I think it's Tony that has the song, He's My Personal Jesus. He has just become so personal to me. And I'm just so grateful for him. Uh, Bible study. If you are in the Little Rock area, if you are in the Little Rock area and you have yet to come encounter with Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study at Guillermo's Coffee Shop. I just want to admonish you. Get there on a Tuesday night. I love the online devotional, but something happens on Tuesday night. And one of uh, my girls said, she said, she said, man, when I am shows up on the place, when I am is there, it changes everything. And I am telling you, because I am was there, because God was there, 
um, because of God's faithfulness, I'm telling you, it was just amazing. Like, it was just amazing last night. And this journey to wholeness has been amazing and being the best possible who. And just now, part of what we decided in the sisterhood is also to become whole financially, right? To become whole financially. And so I told you we're getting ready to get in this 10 days of debt-free, 10 days of journey of how we are going to be debt-free, like how we are going to live according to what the Word of God says. I'm seeing the principles. I want to pray. I got to share a couple of testimonies with you. A couple of women sent me some testimonies. And I just want you to stay steadfast. I told you, bring a special seed to the altar. Sow it into the ministry. Sow it into whatever ministry God has put on your heart. But put a seed on it. I showed you and told you the other week, whatever you sow, right, is what you're going to reap. And then we're going to pray a special prayer. We're going to do our declaration of favor and faith. And we're just going to stand steadfast. You cannot receive this in your natural man. You are going to have to have a discernment for kingdom things to see this watch. So y'all do me a favor. Go share the video. Some of y'all ain't been sharing. Go share the video. Go get the JoyNet app. Go invite somebody else in. Copy the link. Send the YouTube to someone. Go share the video right now. Talk to all your friends and say, you know what? We learned how to live debt free. We learned a kingdom finances on coffee and conversations. You should sit in. You should see this. Inbox them. Put it absolutely everywhere. Put a little tag and post. Say, hey, y'all, we getting debt free over here. We learning what God says to us. And then we're going to do our confession for favor. And we're going to watch God do this thing, see this thing move. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. I thank you, Father God, for, for, for the power of the Holy Ghost that only comes from on high. I thank you, Father God, for renewing our minds and renewing our spirit and renewing our soul and giving us the peace that passes all understanding for kingdom things and a discernment and a wisdom for kingdom things. Open our eyes, open the eyes of our heart, open ourselves so that we spiritually receive, see, say, and have what you say we can have. Lord God, we know that it is not your will for us to be in debt. So show us, Lord God, how to prosper according to kingdom finances. Lord God, we know, Father God, and we just repent, Father God, for not allowing you to be provider. Hmm. Lord God, let the Holy Spirit be, a, be the greater witness. Let us experience a power that comes from on high. Let the promises of God, which we know are yes and amen, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for generational wealth, my God. We thank you for the generational blessing. We thank you for canceling the spirit of poverty off our life. We thank you that Jesus was bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace, Father God, and that by his stripes we are healed, spirit, soul, and body. We thank you, Father God, for supernatural living, Lord God, living according to kingdom right now. We thank you for your glory resting in our lives, the evidence of glory resting in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to ask y'all something. I want to know why we have come to the conclusion that it is our, I don't know, God's desire for us to be broke 
And every time someone starts talking to us about living debt-free or debt cancellation or supernatural debt, that we can't receive that, but we can receive we can't we can't receive kingdom finances, but we can receive debt. We have trusted more in this world system than we've trusted in God's system, than we've trusted in the Holy Spirit, than we've trusted in God to lead us. And because we don't have the wisdom and the knowledge for a thing, then we cancel it out and think it's so far-fetched or that it's not God's will for our life. And God is saying, absolutely, it's your will. I titled today's devotional, Creating Me in a Clean Heart, and I should have put the hashtag debt-free living or debt cancellation because in order for you to receive what's about to supernaturally happen and what God is going to show you and the witty ideas and the inventions and the things that need to be unlocked for you, you're going to have to clear out your heart cavity to receive what kingdom says about your finances and everything else. I want to share these two testimonies from these two women who have just been altering their lives to line up with kingdom. I got this one yesterday. It says, good morning. I truly hope all is well with you and your family. I got a chance to get caught up on this week's morning devotional. Your teachings are always right on time for me. I haven't been able to get on live at five due to my second gig teaching English to children in China. But I've been catching it on YouTube and Facebook later in the day or so. I've been paying my tithes consistently for the past few months, even when I thought I couldn't afford to. The Lord has been blessing me in all types of ways. One blessing has been a new job. I've been praying for a position to work at the local university. I worked there when I first moved back to, to in September 2015 at one of their campus locations about 30 miles from my home. However, I experienced pregnancy discrimination and my grant funding ended for my position. My former supervisor lied on me, put dirt on my name around campus. Y'all about to see restoration in this text. I interviewed for other positions on the different campuses, but had no success. Now fast forward, I've been working for the same company where my son receives day habilitation services for over two years now. I have appreciated being there because they worked with me and my son's health needs from the beginning. However, the only other benefits I had were dental and vision, no retirement. The pay is low. I wanted to go back to a state agency to add on to my retirement in which I'm already vested. Well, to make a long story short, the Lord put it on my mind to apply for an administrative specialist three position at the main campus where, here in town. I really didn't want to because I wanted to get away from that line of work and do more, but I was obedient. Less than a week after applying, I received a call for an interview, but it was for an administrative specialist too. I called a former co-worker, friend at the campus, I previously worked to to ask about the particular office. As I spoke to him, he told me he would call me back. He called me back and told me as long as I go to the interview, the job was mine. He said he told the lady in charge about what happened to me at the other campus location. He witnessed the discrimination and we became friends afterwards. He also told me that, he would be, that it would be room for me to advance soon because there would be a higher position opening in which I already qualified for as long as I showed myself approved. 
I went to the interview and received the job offer the next day. I was told that the Lord had already put it in her heart to hire me. And the call she received about me from our mutual friend was her confirmation. I had also been getting sick every month for the past two years as well. I mean, seriously, like clockwork, every single month. Around the same time of month, bad cold, sinus infection, virus, something. I even had pneumonia by the end of January. I would have to miss work every time. However, I have not been sick since January. It may seem small to some, but it's huge to me. I've realized that I have to learn to be obedient to God in everything, even in the little things. I've also realized in the past couple of months that I cannot afford to not pay my tithes. Thank you so much for you and your ministry. I'm listening and I'm sharing. I pray that God continuously continues to bless your family, your friends, and the ministry. Sincerely, my God. You ought, to you ought to celebrate. You ought to praise God. Come on now. You ought to praise God. You look at God. Look at God. Look at her setting order and look at God. These are kingdom principles. This works. She's the second or th third testimony I've heard this week of somebody setting order paying their tithes, sowing where God told them, listening to the Holy Spirit, and he gave them a wisdom. She's been looking for a job for the last few years. She's been looking for a job for the last few years. Made a decision, I'm not going to withhold my tithe anymore from you, Lord. I know better. I'm going to start paying my tithes. And God opened up the door, gave her wisdom, gave her instruction, gave her favor. It is not a gimmick. It works. God works. The Holy Spirit works. This other one came. It's called LMJ's Closet. And I didn't want to share it because it's so personal. But the Holy Spirit told me to share it. One of my ministry team people, ladies wrote this. She said, the ministry team and those close to you know that your closet is a place of peace fortitude, refuge, and deliverance. You have blessed all of us with the fruits of your closet. As I begin to reflect on the scripture, given it shall be given unto you, I'm coming to realize that it's not just about financial or material blessings. You pour from your closet in spirit and in material blessings. You have blessed me as well as others for, with clothes, shoes, handbags, perfumes, etc. from your closet. And the items you share are a point of contact with your anointing. This week, I was gifted with some clothes and shoes from a co-worker. Many, if not all, still have tags on them. I know most of the ladies we are connected to have items that we don't want and wear. We can gift these items to the women we are to serve. I have prom dresses and so much more that will never be worn again. Every good thing comes from the spirit. And I'm so grateful for LMJ's closet. I love you. And she went on to say she had been believing God for two pair of shoes that cost a couple hundred dollars. And this lady blessed her with the shoes, tithing, sewing, in covenant, living out the wisdom. Not perfect, but living out the wisdom. It is time for us to live according to kingdom principles. 
according to kingdom principles. Yes, once we get revelation and we make a decision to obey God, he's got the devil don't want you to have this information. The devil don't want you to obey him. The devil don't want you to tithe. The devil don't want you to have you understand how important your seed is. The devil don't want you to learn how to sow in good ground. The devil don't want you to understand the fertility that comes out your obedience. The devil don't want you to walk in kingdom blessings. He don't want you to walk into the fullness of what you're supposed to. He wants you to think that the responsibility is on you. The responsibility to take care of you is not on you. Get over to Matthew and understand what God has said about you. So he wants you to partner with debt. He wants you to think debt is your only way. Debt is sickness. Debt is financial sickness. Debt is financial sickness. And some of you are like, well, you know, I got get then get a plan to get out of debt. He don't want you in no 30 year mortgage. And I'm going to show you what the scriptures say about debt. I'm going to show you what the scriptures say about that. You got to understand the generational blessing that's on your life. But as long as you are in the way and you don't understand and stand in the generational blessing, you are missing the opportunity for God to pay for you. It ain't magic. It's kingdom. It ain't magic. It's kingdom. That, that's what the real title of this. It's not magic. It's kingdom. It's supernatural, spiritual best. Debt is financial sickness. If it wasn't, God would have told you. He didn't tell you to be the borrower. He told you to be the lender. And so we sit around financially sick all the time thinking that this is God's best for us. If you owe on it, it doesn't belong to you. If you owe on it, it doesn't belong to you yet. Because if something went wrong, somebody can take it from you. So you got to have a debt conscious mindset that even though I owe on it, I'm getting out from under it and not no 30 year mortgage goal, not no 30 year mortgage goal, no, not no 72 car lease goal. You got to have a mindset that if I cut covenant and contract with it, I got to get out of it because God has said to me, be the head and not the tail. Be the lender and not a borrower. And some of y'all are going to say, well, somebody has to lend to somebody. But do they really? Because the kingdom concept is to forgive debt as well. So even when you lend, the kingdom concept after a while is that you forgive and release a person from the debt. Once you have a solid understanding of what God has said about the issue, then you can boldly pray about your debt. Debt is anything that you owe. That's what debt is. If you owe on it, it doesn't belong to you. It's due from one person to another. Money, goods, services. That's why the Lord said, owe no man anything but to love them. The enemy does not want you to get revelation that God literally, liberally will supply every need. That your gift will open up for you. That it will make room for you. Debt is financial sickness. And be honest, how many of us are in student loan debt because we didn't wait on want to wait on God to provide, oh, I'll just go get the debt and the Lord will pay it later. I'm going to be honest with you. There's nothing in the word that the Lord says he has to pay your debt. But because he's a good, good father, I've seen him supernaturally supply in my own life. I remember years ago, we had a 96 
$1,000 medical bill after insurance. $96,000. Most of y'all can't conceive $96,000. God supernaturally moved on our behalf. And by the time we got the bill back, I think we owed $956. They pardoned some. We don't eat. They pardoned some $96,000. When you are in debt, when you are in debt, you are giving another person power over you. When you are in debt, <clears throat> you are giving another person power over you. Power over you. That's what it does. You relinquish your power in debt. I'm not giving my power up to anybody. So now is the season and time for the kingdom to look reflective on what it looks like in heaven. It's time for it. I'm tired of it. I made a decision. The Lord told me, he said, you have a gift to get wealth. You know that. You know how to live debt free. You just haven't been living in it because you trust that man's system more than you trust me. <clears throat> now God is getting ready to put us in a supernatural position so that we can get out of debt and walk in the fullness of what God called us to be. Some of y'all don't have the freedom to walk in the fullness of what you call to be because of debt. Laws and action in place allow them to recover debt, to manipulate you, to manipulate your mind. And we walking around being manipulated mentally. All oh, the American dream is go buy on your own home. It is to own your own home, to own your own home. And some of us won't sit still and allow God to work. So what does the Bible say about debt? Proverbs 22 and 7, the borrower is slave to the lender. When you are in debt to another, you enter into a slave-master relationship with your creditor. I'm going to read it to you again for those of you who didn't get it, those of you who didn't understand it. The borrower is a slave to the lender. When you are in debt to another, you enter into a slave-master relationship with your creditor. I'm not interested in being a slave. He came to set the captives free. He came to set the captive free. The borrower is slave to the lender. When you are in debt to another, you into a slave master relationship with your creditor. That, that, that's it. God wants us to lend to others. And obviously, this is going to be difficult if you don't have something to lend. I asked the ladies in Bible study. I said, if I needed $2,000 from each of you so it wouldn't hurt you. And I say to you, can I get $2,000? Because the Lord is wanting me to go over to Ethiopia and minister. Can any of y'all in here give me $2,000 and it not hurt you? And everybody got quiet. And we were like, no. And I'm like, then we're out of line with kingdom. Because we're supposed to have kingdom finances, financing uh, evangelism, ministries, and different things. But we can't give it if we have financial sickness. <laughs> God did not create for you to live in financial sickness. God also says you're supposed to pay back what you borrow. And a lot of times we'll skip out on our debts. And that's not according to the word. And that's not wisdom. And that's not kingdom living in either. Romans 13, 7, pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to him, taxes are owed. Revenue, revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. The wicked borrow 
borrows but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous, generous and gives. Psalms 37 and 21. It is better not to make a vow than to make one and not feel it, fulfill it. Ecclesiastes 5 and 4. So I, I, that ain't no sin, but, it, I, but it's not through God. Will God provide through a loan? There is nothing in the Bible that tells you God is supposed to provide for you through a loan. Find it. There's nothing. There's nothing that says he's going to provide for you through credit cards or a loan. There's nothing in the Bible. There are biblical promises about debt. And so you got to know what the word is saying. You got to understand the generational blessing that comes from Abraham that's on your life for God to provide for you. That there's no reason. We got to get out of this mindset. If you owe, it does not belong to you. It does not belong to you. If you still owe on it, if you still paying on it, I'm going to show you how God has been building my house because I made a decision to come out of debt to practice stewardship and to live debt free and other people around me are doing it and we're not we're experiencing no delayed gratification and we're watching God supernaturally cancel it's been uncomfortable but it's been necessary I don't want to be burdened by here's the thing because a lot of us get comfortable because our paycheck looks like it's doing but if you lost your paycheck today what would happen if you lost your paycheck today, what would happen? What would this look like for you if you lost your paycheck today? Where would this go? How would you feel? How would you financially look if you lost your paycheck today? Debt is not from God. Debt is a, a man-made worldly perspective. It is not the concept. It is not how God wants us to live. But we've been living this way because we feel like we don't we can't live any other way instead of putting ourselves in position and saying, you know what, I'm getting ready to put myself in position and I'm getting ready to wait and I'm not getting ready to live in debt. And I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to partner with me so that I'm not sitting in a circumstance or a situation of where I'm living this debt life that the Lord never orchestrated for me. The, uh, 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 the Lord never orchestrated for me. So debt is financial sickness, period. You are not healthy if you are in debt. And, you, and if you are in debt and it's looking real successful, it's only because you better have a plan or a way out. So if you've already committed to be in debt, then what next? What is your next plan? You got to be like you are about sickness. That ain't my sickness. This ain't my debt. <laughs> This ain't my debt and understand the generational blessing and how the Lord desires to bless and what the Lord is trying to do for you with your finances. You got to understand kingdom finances and prosperity and God's plan for you. It all came through salvation and Jesus Christ dying on the cross. There was a reason the Lord said, oh, no man, anything but to love him. There's a reason for it. And so today, we're asking you, Lord, to position us so we can prosper. Position us so we can prosper. Position us. Get us out of this financial sickness. I don't want to be sick anymore. I want, if there is a need around me, I'm able to meet it every time. I want to walk in the fullness of the blessing. If he told me to not be the lender, if he said the wicked borrows but does not pay back, 
If there are biblical promises about debt, Deuteronomy 28 and 12 says, The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens to give rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. That is part of the blessing. God cannot keep us out of debt, but as stewards of the money that he entrusted us, we can keep ourselves out of debt. We can keep ourselves. Debt is not God's financial plan for us. That's the world system. If anyway, if I wanted you to be oppressed, if I wanted you to be downtrodden, if I wanted to be consumed, I'm telling you, it's bigger than us. It's about kingdom. Every decision we make with our money is bigger than you realize. Every decision you make with your money is bigger than you realize. It is so easy to get up, caught up in storing treasures here on earth rather than storing them up in heaven. So you got to ask the Holy Spirit. That's why I told you as we are studying this, tomorrow we're going to start, we're going to understand what the blessing, Abraham's blessing means on our life. As we are studying this, today I showed you God doesn't want us to be in debt. We ain't got to have 30 scriptures about debt. We don't need but one. You don't need but one where it says debt tells you don't get in debt. You don't need but one scripture in Proverbs that tells you not to get in debt. And as we study this, and as we're looking at this, and as we're seeing what the generational blessing said, some of y'all going to get divine revelation and inspiration of what to do next about your debt. And then you're going to take a stand about your debt. I'm about to pray for our debt. We're getting ready to be released from this. Some of y'all will see immediately. Some of you, it may take 10, 11, 12 months. Some of you may take one or two years. But when you set your mindset, when you declare right now, when you tell God right now, I am making the decision that I am no longer going to be in debt. I am no longer in agreement with debt. I'm not satisfied by debt. I'm making that decision today that I am done with debt. You're going to see God honor what you said and do the rest. I'm watching it in my own life. There's going to be debt cancellation. There's going to be bills paid off. There's going to be stuff demolished. You're going to get favor. Doors are going to open up for jobs. But you got to set it in place. You got to bring him his tithe. If you have not been tithing, I don't, don't eat the tithe ever. I don't care how bad it gets for you financially. Do not eat your tithe. Tithe. Go on and pay your tithe. I can teach you about first fruit and some other things, but right now, get it in your mind and your heart. I'm going to pay my tithes. Pay my tithes. I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm not going to withhold my tithes. I'm not doing that no more. Lord, forgive me for withholding my tithes. Going to pay my tithes and then make a decision. I'm not going to be in debt. I'm done with debt. Divorce debt today. Here's your divorce decree. I'm divorcing debt today in Jesus' name. Now, I want to I wanna pray this, just a prayer and, and sow a seed every time I've needed to see God do something financial. When you need financial blessings, when you need finances, you sow finances. When you need mercy, you sow mercy. When you need grace, you sow grace. When you need favor, you sow favor. When you need to see God financially bless you, you sow a financial 
financial seed, label that seed. This is my debt cancellation seed. I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's $4. I don't care if it's $3. I have been to the altar with 75 cents. That just something. Think about the widow's might. Something that just says, Lord, I'm trusting you with my finances. And I'm done with debt. I'm done stunting. I'm done fronting. I'm done living according to this world system. Pay your tithes and watch God do the rest. And technologies, inventions, ideas, and favor is going to come upon your life. We're going to see the testimonies I gave you today ain't going to be nothing compared to what we see over the next 10 days. I promise you we can ready to see God do some things. I promise you we can ready to see some miracles, signs, and wonders that follow us financially because we made a decision. Done with that. Y'all going to see elevation. Y'all going to see promotion. And y'all going to see increase. Not because I said it, but because, because the anointing on my life, because of the grace on my life, but because of our direct obedience obedience to the father and to kingdom things divorce your debt today father god we thank you my god that a financial freedom is coming over us today in the name of jesus we're releasing ourselves you're releasing us father from a debt mentality to a debt-free mentality and we take that by faith today Lord God, we thank you for supernatural increase, supernatural debt cancellation, for the manifestation and the freedom and the release that comes from being debt-free right now in Jesus' name. Father God, we no longer desire to be debt-free. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for partnering with us, for showing us how to get out of debt, for debts being demolished, for royalties being received, for this is our time of favor. We thank you, Father God, for being in covenant partnership with you, that you have the ability to wipe all debt out, that you can give us witty ideas, that you can give us inventions. Father God, bless and increase the work of their hands, Lord God. Give them favor, Father God. Favor that produces supernatural increase. Favor that causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to their advantage. I cancel the assignment of debt off their life now. Let it be broken now. Generational debt broken now. My God, let freedom come to them now, right now, in the name of Jesus, release the captive. Lord God, you said resist the devil and he will flee. We are resisting financial sickness. We are calling forth financial health, wealth, and prosperity. The wealth of the wicked is being transferred into our hands and we receive it by faith. We thank you, Lord, for increasing us. We thank you, Lord, for setting us free. We thank you, Lord, that our finances are aligning with kingdom finances. We thank you, Lord, for supernatural debt cancellation. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget your, your Bill Winston decree. I didn't put it on Facebook. I put it on there today. I did send it out in the email. I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteousness in God in Christ Jesus. I am the remaining reigning as the king in life through the 
one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I am restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I don't have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to Him. I'm the object of His affection. I'm the apple of His eye. And I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't care how much pressure you see. I don't care what you see, receive. I don't care what you feel like you in lack of. Get rid of them credit cards. Cancel that debt. Close accounts. Make a decision. I'm not living in financial sickness again. For those of you that have sold your seed, there is a supernatural release coming to you because of your faith. <laughs> because of your faith, he's going to multiply and increase you. You're going to see it. I'm getting the testimonies in from women who are obeying him, from men who are obeying him. The same God they serve is the same God they serve you, sir. You're going to have me two moments. Don't give up on your seed. Don't cancel it out on your mouth. Every day, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a lender and not a borrower. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. Debt is the curse of the law. Going to put your seed in the ground. Going to stand steadfast on the word of God. Walk in your favor and watch what, not what I'm going to do. Watch what God does. Watch what God does. Extend your faith. And watch what God does. Multiplication and increase is coming to you because you extend your faith. My God, I bless the work of your hands. May your seed that you sow into this ministry, because I got the authority to speak over it, into this ministry, multiply and increase you like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I love y'all. This is going to be a debt-free journey. Be prepared to take notes. I got so many resources I've been reading. I've got so many resources I've been reading. We are getting ready to live this debt-free life so that we can live kingdom. We're taking all the stress away. We're taking all the worry away. And we're going to live in a debt-free Why? It's bigger. It's greater. Don't forget, Lord, give me the discernment for kingdom things. I love y'all. Go be loved today. Get this freedom on you. Go be loved today. I'll see you back in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.